1041 and a good Thursday morning, everyone. My name is Nick Reed. We've got a first responders breakfast tomorrow. If you are a first responder, join us at Scramblers. And you are going to get free breakfast. That thanks to Barker's Frame and Collision and Pyramid Roofing Company and Scramblers, of course. Our uh, Friday broadcasts were there every Friday, barring holidays and any potential vacations that we may have. And uh, and so otherwise, we are there Fridays, and many of you are there as well. But if you are a first responder, we'd love for you to join us and have free breakfast. Thanks to all those partners again between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. If you've not done it before, it's pretty easy. The eating part, of course, I think you probably know how to handle. But we are sitting there at the table. We're doing the broadcast, and there will be little certificates for first responders. And you just grab one of them, give them to your server, and then it's as easy as that. Some people have asked, and um, appears to be confusion, Uh, People have asked, well, do veterans get free breakfast on First Responders Day? Well, if you are a first responder, yes. Uh, But this is a day for first responders. We have them separate because, as you know, any of you who have been to those for the veterans, it's a packed house. And so we just, when we decided that we wanted to do a first responders breakfast, recognized that as it picked up over time, and more and more first responders learned of it and decided to come, and then their other first responders' friends, and it would become a monthly tradition, hopefully, much as the veterans' one has done. Then there just would not be room for everyone, so we do them separate. And that is, you know, confusing to some people that, you know, think that veterans are also getting breakfast on first responders' day. So this Friday, tomorrow, is for first responders. And, um, of course, we'll always do as best as we can to specify those distinctions so there isn't any confusion. I, I Listen, confusion happens. You kind of you think you hear this and you hear that. You know, I, I understand. So I thought that I would uh, articulate that. I don't think Facebook Live, I'm not sure if it is up and running. Sarah is um, not in studio right now. She is elsewhere in the building panicking because there are, I believe over a dozen kids uh, in which we did not have gifts come in for the deadline yesterday. This is pretty much a first in which we have had the the deadline pass, and you know I, we've had one or two in the past that um, maybe did not come in. Uh, but uh, this is the first time of, of this magnitude, and so I'm not sure exactly what she's doing, other than she was very panicked, and uh, and um, she's not in studio right now. She's trying to, I guess, sort through things and, and see what happened. Now, that being said, maybe you have adopted one of the Santa's Angels kids, and you thought that you didn't realize that the deadline was yesterday. In fact, we had somebody reach out on the... American Transmissions, talk and text line saying, oh my gosh, I thought it was Friday. Um, is it okay if I, I bring it by Thursday morning because, I, or well, I'm not going to be in town till Wednesday at 7 p.m. when your offices are closed. Just if you can let us know that that's your situation. Maybe you were out of town unexpectedly or you didn't realize that it was so upon us and you haven't dropped off the ki- the the gifts for the kid that you adopted. If you could just shoot us a, a text message or an email, 
Um, text message is 447-KSGF. Uh, my email is nick.reed at ksgf.com. Sarah's is sarah.myers at ksgf.com. Uh, hers is M-Y-E-R-S. And, and just let us know because that will help the panic subside a bit that Sarah is uh, her panic attack having as we speak. And we just, of course, as always, those of you who have brought all the gifts in thus far, thank you so, so, so very much. Uh, but once we get them all in, hopefully, fingers crossed, we don't want this to be the first year that we are unable to deliver, um, then, uh, then we'll just be much happier and much more relaxed that it has been accomplished. Uh, yesterday, the vote, long party lines, of course, not a single Democrat, not a single Democrat in Congress felt that there was enough evidence to look further into whether or not the money flowing into the dozens of LLC shell companies set up, the bank accounts of all the Biden families, the checks being written out of those accounts to Joe Biden, uh, all of the, 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 the phone calls, the text messages, the pictures of Biden with people he claimed that he never met with that were business associates of Hunter Biden. All of, all of that, not a single Democrat felt that that was enough evidence to look further into whether or not maybe Biden isn't being truthful about this. Not one single Democrat. That is why the party is not simply a collection of people like any other that, of course, is going to have some corrupt individuals, but is a party of corruption. They voted to demonstrate that. It's, it, it is more solidly a party of corruption than it is even a party of anti-Semitism, which once again, uh, I think a uh, hundred or so Democrats demonstrated yesterday by refusing to condemn the testimony of those university presidents that displayed clear anti-Semitism and said it doesn't violate their code of conduct, while other things, of course, do. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, they clearly have demonstrated it's not an anomaly it isn't a situation any longer where you can say, well, not all elected Democrats are corrupt. Yeah, on a national level, at least they are. And that was demonstrated yesterday. Yesterday's vote was not even impeachment itself. It was just based on the plethora of proof that has come out, which, of course, is completely contradictory to the claims that Biden himself has made that they still refuse to look into any of those inconsistencies, any of the red flags coming from the Treasury Department during the Obama years. And this isn't something as desperately as they want to paint it as a bunch of MAGA Republicans. This evidence, much of this evidence, came from the period of the Obama administration. Institutions like the Treasury Department, institutions like the IRS with whistleblowers, institutions like the FBI with whistleblowers, institutions that in no way, shape, or form are MAGA supportive. In fact, these are institutions that are well known for targeting conservatives and Trump supporters. I think this is a point. I, 
There, there, there's so much information involved in all this. As much criticism as at times the Republicans deserve for their failure to message properly. I think that there are some instances in which they can be forgiven. And one of those, is, and there's, like, there's so many ornaments on this Christmas tree, um, driving home the point that this is vast amounts of this evidence came from the Obama years. Vast amounts of this evidence came from prior to anything to do with Trump. As much as they would love to paint this as something that was never of any concern to anyone in government whatsoever until Trump came along and somehow orchestrated all of this and Trump supporters came along and somehow orchestrated all of this, that ain't reality. And that is a point that I don't believe Republicans would be ill-advised to make with a little greater consistency. But as I said, there are so many different points to make that they can certainly be forgiven for not necessarily focusing on that one. Look at the weather coming up here in just a moment, but first the latest news update. From Color 10 and Vox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. Springfield police are investigating two unrelated shootings from overnight. Around 12.30 a.m., an argument broke out between two people near the 1400 block of East Kearney. One person was shot and drove themselves to the hospital. SPD is working to locate a suspect. Minutes later, SPD responded to a call about an unrelated shooting on Hamilton near Kansas Expressway. A house was hit by several gunshots. No one was injured, and police are still gathering suspect information. The Springfield community and Entertainers across the country are mourning the loss of Kenny DeForest, a Kickapoo graduate who became a well-known comedian. According to the New York-based Brooklyn paper, DeForest died Wednesday after being hit by a car while riding his bike last weekend. He appeared on Late Night with Seth Meyers and other national comedy stages. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The first alert forecast from... Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and your commercial cleaning professionals. Sunny with a high today of 57, mostly cloudy tonight, low of 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, high of 56. Streaming live, KSGF.com. We are up and running on Facebook. I mentioned in the opening of the show that it was not up and running because... Sarah was curled up in a corner somewhere, panic attack. No, I was triple checking presence. Yes, and she came into the studio and she said, "I'm sorry." I and I, you don't. No, you don't need to be sorry. No sorry at all. We we're talking about the fact that we have a disproportionately high number of kids that have not coming back, coming back for Santa's angels or their gifts, uh, coming back yet. With the deadline being yesterday, and some of you very, very generously have said, hey, well, if they're let, you know, if, if some of these kids, you can let us know, we'll adopt. The, the problem is that the, the kid and all their information in the list are with the people who haven't brought it in. And so it's not as easy as being like, oh, here they are. Um, not that that is an impossible task to determine, but it's just not, it, it's, it's not as simple as it seems. And, and, and then at the same time, if you know, we don't know, maybe somebody, you know, they are going to end up today or Friday just bringing the kids in late. And so if that's the case, then we, we, we don't know now that we don't need somebody to go out and get for that child, if that makes sense. It's one of the reasons that that deadline is 
important. And frankly, we have just been able to rely on the fact that even when the deadline is hit and some of the kids have not had their toys returned or their gifts returned, that almost always um, the folks who adopt them follow through, even a couple days late. So we've never really worried too much about the kids getting covered and maybe one or two every so often. Um, but with what, 15 or 16, you yeah, said on him? 16. And we do know that there's one person in particular that had, I think I mentioned this earlier, um, you know, knew that they weren't going to be able to get it in. And so had sent the text line, hey, can I bring them by Thursday? And so, you know, we know that. And, but to my point earlier, we're not sure what kid that person has. So we can't reissue that child if you will or because we don't know which one it is so i know i'm probably not describing it very well but point being is it's just not as easy as saying oh here are the ones that didn't come back and so we're going to readopt them out in this short period of time what we're just hoping is that uh they do come in and if as i mentioned earlier if you are one of these folks that has kids from the santa's angels trees and you have not brought the gifts yet to the station and you haven't let us know that it was going to be late if you could just do so that way we would know at least okay you know we're we're on track here so anything else that you would like me to mention there no we're just kind of in the preparation stage now uh kvc missouri is going to start picking presents up after the show today and so if you do have one of those presents, if you can make it in uh, earlier this morning, um, we open at eight. So that would be really awesome. That way we can just already have those gifts for them. But if you do bring them in late, Nick and I will, we will hand deliver them to KVC yeah. Missouri. But yeah, we'll if you sure. do, please make sure to bring one of those kids back. 16 kids is a lot. So uh, I'm a little nervous. All right. And we'll probably make reminders of this uh, throughout the day and then. By the end of today, they'll all be in. I just know it. And then tomorrow morning, uh, it will be a morning again, and Sarah will be much less panicked. <laughs> can you just feel the anxiety? Yeah, just... I can I can feel it coming off you. I can hear it and sense it. It's more angst yeah. than anxiety. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Is angst a form of anxiety? I don't... Anyway, it just seems more angsty, angstish. Yesterday, Hunter Biden had a bit of a performance. He showed up at uh, the Capitol. Uh, he, of course, had been subpoenaed to give a deposition, which is different than live testimony. Different thing. Totally different ballpark. And it was made clear he did not want to give a deposition with attorneys and all of the legal problems that could arise with it. So he offered for public consumption to give the testimony publicly, which, of course, that's not how things work. And the Bidens, however, Democrats as well, are used to just doing things the way that they want to do it, regardless of what the rules are, regardless of the regulations, regardless of precedent. They just do whatever serves them best and then act outraged that anyone expects them to be held to the same standards that everyone else is held. It's been noted, though not so much in mainstream media, but in pieces of greater depth, that one of the differences between this and impeachment for the, the Trump folks is that 
you know, Trump folks work very compliant. They showed up. Now they may have, and in fact, they oftentimes did, whether it was January 6th or, or impeachment in certain areas, they would plead the fifth. And that was selectively used in order to present them as, of course, being guilty. But fact of the matter is they showed up. They sat down. They answered the questions that they felt that they were able to answer. And those they felt they were not able to, they used their constitutional right in order to not do so. Hunter Biden, of course, just said, no, I'm not going to do that at all. There was uh, the New York Times, <laughs> these media outlets, they edited out a key word from Hunter Biden's speech in their reporting of this. Now, one of the declarations that Hunter Biden made, who is, if known for anything, his honesty, Quote, let me state as clearly as I can, my father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not, and notice he said private, not in my investment at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. However, according to the New York Times, the defiant son, and this was their quote, let me state as clearly as I can, my father was not involved in my business. They censored out financially involved. Why would they do this? Because there is a big difference. In fact, at one point, the White House's position was, well, there have been a number of positions. At one point, you know, Joe Biden didn't know anything about and never talked to his son about any of his business dealings. Uh, then it was, well, you know, he just never talked to his son. They left out, you know, they, they, they left behind the very initial that he had no clue, no, no, none whatsoever, no idea. Then it shifted to, well, I never talked to him about it. Then it shifted to, well, I never talked to any of his business associates. And then it turned into after you know each each one of these declarations would be revealed to be a lie and so they have to switch things up change change the position and then it was oh you know it, it was no longer I, i've never talked or met with any of his business associates well uh i i never you know had any dealings with well hunter yesterday made it more specific claiming that he was not financially involved in his business. So if you notice, he's not, he did not declare yesterday his dad wasn't involved, but that he was not financially involved. And this makes sense because it clearly, clearly, if you are at the time vice president of the United States when much of this was in question, and you are pimping out your drug-addled son. And you are, you've got all of these shell companies, LLCs set up, and you have all these bank accounts and in all of your family's name except for you. It's done in order to protect you. This is how these things work. 
One of the great difficulties the feds always had with nailing mob bosses is that mob bosses always had a way of making sure there was not a direct link. A direct order, a direct payment. And that allowed the defense to grill away at, so do you have any proof that that payment went directly to this mob boss? Do you have any proof that that order came directly from? And the answer was always no. It was set up that way on purpose. Same thing. So that Hunter Biden or anyone else could come along and say, well, he wasn't financially involved believing that it would be very difficult, if not impossible, to show an actual check with a payment line or a memo line that says bribe from China, bribe from Moscow, bribe from Kiev. So the New York Times, however, left out the financially part and... yeah. Deliberately, I suppose. I, I don't know how it is that you take a quote and leave out such a significant component to this. Now, one could argue it is because it is further evidence for Republicans to say, well, here, once again, they're narrowing it down. Now it's shifted from my dad was not involved in my business to my dad was not financially involved. And they don't, the New York Times doesn't want to add you know, further evidence that there is corruption here. Or it could simply be the fact that the official narrative has changed so many times. Sometimes you get confused and you forget which one you're on. I mean, let's not forget Biden himself just this past week went all the way back to the beginning and claimed that none of this was true whatsoever, that he had never met with any of these business partners, something that for a year now everyone has acknowledged, except apparently Joe Biden, that 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 did happen. You know, the pictures, the emails, the text messages showing that. There's this, this, this old adage, if you will, about the benefit of being honest and, and how when you lie, it's much more difficult to keep track of lies as opposed to the truth. The truth is the truth. You don't have to remember what you said last week. You don't have to remember what you said over here to this fo these people at this event and so forth, that, that when you tell the truth, it's a lot easier. And this could be reflective of the fact that collectively, the media, the Democrats, the Bidens, everyone, the, the, the lie changes so often, they just kind of flubbed and picked the wrong lie. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. First responders breakfast tomorrow. If you're a first responder, you get free breakfast at Scramblers as we broadcast live. The Breakfast, Barker's Frame and Collision, Pyramid Roofing Company, and Scramblers coming together to buy that for you. First responders, 6A to 9A as we broadcast live from Scramblers tomorrow morning. Let's get a traffic update and more ahead. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447 KSGF. 
First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny today with a high of 57. 42 tonight, mostly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 56. Uh, Michelle had the following to say. I'm going to share another person's perspective on IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. And it's pretty straightforward. Our experience with the entire team was amazing. The process was easy. It was really stress-free. I will never go through this process with anyone else. I recommend the characters to anyone. Alex Carricker, Anthony Carricker, their entire team. It's all for your home loan needs. And just any questions you have, they are more than willing. They, they just... They like helping people. They like providing the information to people. They know these are big decisions, and they are there for you as a resource, even if you decide now's not the time. But that's part of how you decide if now is the time. You gather as much information as possible, and that's what they'll help you with, and it all starts at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com, because you do. Biden, of course, has called the impeachment inquiry baseless GOP stunt. Uh, the, the day prior, the House Oversight Committee, or a day or two prior, had been tweeting out a thread that laid out much of the evidence, the actual evidence. They laid out evidence highlighting uh, thousands of pages of financial records text messages, emails, witness testimony, with some specific instances. And a question that I'd love for anyone who claims that there's no evidence to describe what to you would evidence look like. If it isn't bank records... If it's not text messages, if it's not emails, if it's not testimony from witnesses, if it's not testimony from co-conspirators, if it's not testimony from whistleblowers, what is left? There's even a confession, if you will, from Hunter Biden in his communications with the rest of his family about now President Joe Biden, his father, getting a cut of this money. If confessions don't count... Eyewitness testimony doesn't count. Emails don't count. Text messages don't count. Financial records don't count as evidence. What counts as evidence? I really, I'm not sure that there's anything left. Throughout, through the tweets, they laid out Joe's involvement on the phone at dinners, coffee with Chinese associates, the pictures were uh, influenced, the business associates could then turn around and use to promote their importance. There was the bribery form involving Joe Biden that they had to threaten the FBI director with contempt to get to see. You may recall that. There were two wires totaling a quarter of a million dollars from Communist China that had Joe Biden's address listed as the beneficiary address. 
There were also payments directly to Joe Biden, including a $200,000 check, quote, funded by the Biden's influence peddling schemes. There was another $40,000 check to Joe. You know, all these people, they sure do a lot of loaning each other money because this is what they have essentially landed on when it comes to what were you being paid for? Because they they claim it wasn't bribery. It wasn't access. So a very straightforward question, which, by the way, could really settle all of this. Oh, well, here's the work I did. Here, here are the, the bills. Here is the item, itemization of what I did. Here is the monthly uh, review that was sent. I don't know about you if you've ever worked for anyone as an independent contractor. Generally, there's at the very least an agreement, particularly if you're talking about millions of dollars. I've done independent work for people in which I received payment. One, I did pay taxes on it, something Hunter Biden did not do. But I could show you invoices. I could show you signed agreements. I could show you communication back and forth about the specifics of the work I did. None of that were provided. What they have landed on is they're all just loaning each other money and paying each other back. It's a really, really weird thing because it's all flowing all over the place. The committee spoke about the 2018 bank email showing the bank had serious concerns about the communist Chinese money that Hunter was receiving, 40000 of which went to his dad. Again, these are bank records. Documents from the whistleblowers showing Joe Biden attended CEFC meetings. That's the Chinese company the Bidens were dealing with. Again, Joe Biden, as late as last week, claiming that he's never met with any of these people. Direct monthly payments from Hunter's business, Owasco PC. The use of Joe Biden, the, the usage of fake names while email while emailing Hunter Biden and his associates regarding these business deals. He was using fake names. Of course, whistleblowers within the IRS, whistleblowers within the FBI, people within the FBI informants. It was revealed, I think, 40-some separate FBI informants had been telling the FBI there was information on this corruption that kept getting buried over and over again. That, that's just a brief, very brief sampling. I suppose, arguably, one of the challenges Republicans have is that there is so much evidence, so much that it's a matter of picking and choosing what information you want to put out in the public. You put out too much, people ignore it. So you do have to selectively pick certain things 
for public consumption. But and then you still have people like Mitt Romney running around saying, "Well, I haven't seen. I don't. I haven't seen any evidence to even look into this." If you don't recognize this as potential corruption, then you are so absolutely corrupt. There's no hope for you. And the fact that the inquiry vote took place and there was not one elected Democrat, not a single elected Democrat in Congress that acknowledged that, okay, yeah, something just maybe isn't quite right here. That tells us you're not talking about a party that is occupied by some corrupt individuals. It is not a party that is occupied by mostly corrupt individuals. It is a political party that is wholly and fully corrupt. Without question. And that was demonstrated once again yesterday. And the fact that a majority of Americans through polling consistently show that they believe something was going on here that should not have been going on. And Democrats know that. That's, that is the peak of corruption when you know people know, but you don't care. You, you, and you don't pretend to care. Some of Biden's past words, I, I don't like the terminology coming back to haunt because, again, the corruption is so deep and they're so, I believe, almost to some degree proud that they're able to get away with it. It doesn't really haunt them at all. But it is for Americans that do care about such things a reflection of the hypocrisy and the lies. And this is what Biden in the past and what he said should be done with people who don't show up and testify when subpoenaed, just as Hunter Biden did yesterday. For one, Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, as we go through the changing of the seasons, typically that is when home repairs find themselves popping up. And that can also include your roof. Now, I was talking with Josh over at the Pyramid Roofing Company yesterday, and he said they've noticed quite a few nail pops while doing roof inspections here in the last couple of weeks. And he said that's pretty common during seasonal seasonal temperature changes, uh, because whenever the changing temperatures happen, it can cause your roof to uh, flex and heave, which then can push nails out. And then that allows uh, moisture to get into your roof and really cause some damage. So if you do have an older roof, right now is a great time to schedule a roof inspection and make sure that your roof is winter ready. And it can also give you that peace of mind to make sure that your roof is ready to handle that snow, the rain, the ice. And if something does pop up during your roof inspection, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they have got you covered. Now to schedule that roof inspection, you can find all of the contact information for the Pyramid Roofing Company under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. A newly resurfaced video clip shows President Biden saying back in 2021 that those who defy congressional subpoenas should be held criminally, criminally accountable. Now, not Hunter, of course. Biden made the comments back in October of 2021 on the White House lawn while being questioned by reporters. And this was regarding the January 6th committee and subpoenas that were being sent out and talk about some maybe perhaps not showing up as Hunter Biden refused to do. And a reporter asked Biden, do you have a message of people who defy congressional subpoenas? 
To which President Biden at the time responded, I hope that the committee goes after them and holds them accountable criminally. I suppose I, I anticipate Peter Ducey will ask a question along the lines of, does President Biden still stand by his assertion as he declared in, uh, in uh, 2021 that people who do not show up for subpoenaed testimony in Congress or depositions should be criminally held liable? And of course, I'm sure we'll hear Karine Jean-Pierre uh, talk about how she's not going to talk about such things and this is just political in nature. And the president has much bigger things to worry about, that including the American people and helping them and so forth, which... I don't, well, I do know about most of you, and if what we've gotten from Joe Biden so far when he focuses on the American people is a reflection of what we would get more of, uh, then I don't want any more of that. Yes, tie him up. Tie him up. Keep him very, very busy with this. If anything, just for the sake of the country, less damage that he can do. There was a text on the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line that said, I can see Hillary on the campaign trail in a few weeks saying that the Biden money exchanges are so low, why does it even matter? I can tell you exactly what they will say. Because you're like, where, where can they move the goalposts now? It, of course, started out with, the, it, back during the previous election, Joe Biden claiming that Hunter Hunter and no one in his family received any money from any of these people. And then, of course, well, he didn't know anything about it. And I, we know the timeline of shifting here. If it gets to the point where Democrats feel that they can no longer deny the financial connection to Joe Biden, which there's already direct payments made to Joe Biden out of the accounts that the communist Chinese, that the Russians, that the Kazakhstans, that the Ukrainians were putting money in. The next step will be claiming there's no proof that it impacted the way that Joe Biden behaved as president of the United States. So sure, he may have been taking money from them. He may not have even, maybe he didn't know that that's what he was getting the money for. But it's all irrelevant because there's no proof that the money he received altered any decisions that he made as president of the United States. And that's what these accusations are all about, these accusations of bribery. But there's no proof that there was any quid pro quo, no proof that the policies regarding China and EVs or the policies regarding Russia and energy pipelines or the, that, or the policies of giving Zelensky any amount of tax dollars he wants has any connection whatsoever to do with the millions of dollars coming from China, with the millions of dollars coming from Russia, with the millions of dollars coming from Ukraine. All of those beneficial moves that Biden has made, all of those gifts given to those countries, there's no proof that he did it because his family and he were receiving millions of dollars from people in those countries. That will be 
the next line of defense if it gets there. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. I was going in and out of my garage yesterday, as I do numerous times a day for a number of different reasons. And my brother and his family, they are coming up from Texas for Christmas. They're going to be at our home. And as I was looking at my garage floor, this is a true story. When I say this is a true story, it's not like Biden, where you know it's a lie. It's true. And I was looking at my garage floor that many of you know that along with the customized storage, garage experts I tell you about. And I thought, I wonder, I can't remember if, if I had this done prior to the last visit of my brother or if he, this, he's going to see it for the first time. And then I was c- kind of hoping he hadn't seen it just because I love showing it to people who have never seen it before, particularly people who know what it looked like before. And that is genuinely the experience so many people have when Garage Experts transforms their garage into essentially just a brand new addition to the home that is a beautiful living space. And it becomes a point of pride where you want to show it off to people. And I caught myself realizing that that genuinely yesterday as I was in the garage, had that thought. Garage Experts, not too late to get a plan for Christmas as a gift if you'd like. You can find Garage Experts at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements. We have an author of the week um, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour at ABC Books, and it's actually going to be a repeat, but it's been a much, much, much requested repeat regarding um, wokeness, woke Jesus, wokeness getting into the churches and, and with Christmas time upon us. I thought it'd be a great time to revisit that one based off your request. In the next hour, Christy Fulnecki, I'm Nick.